0: Good evening and welcome to the Chase Lounge. I am your host, Shandra Brown. And I wanted to take some time to give you a little background about who I am and why I decided to do the show. I've been licensed as a clinical social worker for approximately 20 years. My primary interest and passion has been relationships it hasn't always been what I've worked in, but I feel like no individual is without some sort of relationship, and so we always work on. Relationships in some fashion in therapy, and so I just wanted to share some of the things that I have noticed over and over again that I see in the office when when I do therapy. One of the things is that relationships come, and, and we know this; they come with all of their baggage and expectations. But the problem lies not in the fact that we have baggage or that we have expectations. The problem lies in that we don't openly or completely, or even honestly share our baggage or our expectations with our, with our partner. And that generally leads to problems within the relationship as things begin to become discovered or unravel. And so the other thing that I noticed is that people fall into relationships. I remember when I was growing up in high school, people talked um, and they said, I'm talking to so-and-so um, instead of saying that they were in a relationship with that individual they would say I'm talking to so I don't know why we use you know such ambiguous terms like I'm talking to or as I got older the phrase was oh that's my friend and to me when we put those kind of ambiguous terms or uh, descriptors on each other it leaves that relationship open for a lot of problems or misunderstandings if you will so people fall into relationships and they're like okay now what now we have kids and now we have that and it's what I call building your house upside down and that is what I see more often than not is that individuals come in and they fell into a relationship and they built their house upside down and what I mean by building your house upside down is that you go after the the fun stuff, the sex, the excitement, the recreation, and all of that. And that generally, if we, we build a house, we want to build a foundation. And a foundation is our beliefs and our values. And then we have pillars or walls, right? And that honesty, commitment, stability, things of that nature, respect, love, right? And then the 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 peak of the house or the roof would be your Children or, you know, beginning a family, your recreation and your sex. But what happens is a lot of times they build that upside down and their relationships start with a lot of sex and fun. And then, oh, here comes children. Right. And they were just friends or they were just talking to each other. Now they have kids with each other. They try and make a go for it. Right. But as things continue to develop, their belief systems and their expectations start popping out. And they start putting weight on the relationship or the upside down house, which ultimately falls in on itself. Thirdly, um, many of us don't have a good role model on what is a healthy relationship or what a healthy relationship looks like. In fact, when we see it, experience it, we think something's wrong. And that's far too often too many people self-sabotage in their relationships because they, they don't know what what a good relationship is and so they say oh this 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 can't be right you know or he's a weak person or she can't be this good right so they begin to sabotage or worse we have unrealistic expectations which i call having that soap opera syndrome right so um we get into me and my partner get into a fight and i think he's supposed to bring me roses and serenade me and whisk me off for a weekend getaway you know how they do in, in soap operas and movies how it's hollywood um and and the reality is, is that that's not how most relationships are most times you don't have that big makeup that big to do kind of thing and so i don't want to romanticize relationships either and that happens
1: we romanticize our relationships We aren't seeing our partner for who and what they bring to the table. We have this idealized version of what a husband or what a wife is. And basically, if our partner doesn't meet that expectation, then we no longer see them and we see them as it, it as a failed relationship. So either they don't have good role models or the role models that they have are these romanticized versions of relationships on television, right? Which makes it really difficult for individuals to live up to those kind of expectations. So why the Chase Lounge? Um, what my idea was or my concept or what I was thinking when I wanted to do the Chase Lounge was um, basically I was in Atlanta and that was the first time I ever worked with that many both male and female African-American social workers. And I just felt so empowering and just positive and things of that nature. And so one of the things that I thought about is like, hey, we need to have real conversations about relationships within our community. But I also thought about, I wanted to introduce music and poetry that I feel moves us as um, a culture. And so Uh, my idea was that I was going to have invite friends over and we were going to have a conversation at the table and we were going to talk about the things and expose those things and have a real genuine, honest conversation like about the things that are hurting our relationships, our family structure, our community, our culture. Um, And, 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 and not that we're going to solve it in a day, but really just pulling back the layers and having a, a conversation so that, Healing can begin, you know, uh, so that even if it's one or two, two becomes four, four becomes six, and so forth. That we begin impacting individuals in a positive way, right? So that was that was my concept, and and it's not that it's changed a whole lot because that's still kind of what I want to do. But I'm far removed from that that environment of Atlanta, and I'm now currently in San Antonio. And I can still reach out to all of my friends um, and I didn't want it to just be a social work, uh, therapeutic type of conversation. I want real people with, you know, real questions, real concerns to expose their truth, because I think that's the only way that we begin healing is if we actually speak from a truth perspective, right? Because if we, if, if and I used to tell my clients all the time, if you come in here and you don't tell me the whole truth, then you're asking me, it's like putting a band-aid on, on a stab wound. It, it's not going to help it. You know, it may, it may slow the bleeding, but it's not going to help it. So if you're not telling me the truth, I then I'm only, I'm only helping you with the lie that you're telling me. So if we, we have to tell the truth, we have to expose the truth and begin talking about it in order to begin that healing process and when we deny that when we are unable to speak our truth then we delay our healing and and that's my viewpoint you know and i just think that we need to talk about it and, and begin somewhere you know i don't have all the answers and so that's why i wanted to do this show and again I still think that music and poetry are very important. Um, in fact, music has the way of influencing generations. You know, um, If you take the time and do any research with regards to music, you'll see that it has always spoke to the people and about what struggles, whether their struggles and their joys, right? It always talked about those things. It exposes that in music. We talk about our struggles, but we also speak about our joys. And I didn't say happiness because happiness is relative, right? Joy is something else. And so we want to look at, you know, how much music influences us, how much our spoken word influences us, because it does. And so I would love to bring artists on and have them share their truth, right? Um, expose them and expose others to that that art because it's so important. It's so nurturing to our soul. I feel like we need to have positive impact on each other. Arts have always had a way of shaping us. Um, I want to to still cultivate that um, on whatever platform I can, right? And so finally, um, I come to the realization that You know, initially, I didn't want it to be about me being a therapist, but I come to the realization that it is a large part of who I am and and what I bring to the table in terms of the Chase Lounge. And so um, I want people to use the Chase Lounge as a platform, right, to have those difficult conversations with their spouse. Right. You've been you've been wanting to bring up a particular thing like um, porn addiction or. Uh, affair or trust or privacy versus secrecy Um, there are all these these things that kind of impact our relationship but we don't know how to bring it up or forgiveness right and this can be used as a platform to begin those conversations with our with our the people that are important in our lives whether it's a spouse or a love relationship or even a, a, a friendship even this is a platform for you to be able to say let's let's have a conversation about this." I feel like I, I have to say this this is and can be very therapeutic, but this is not therapy and so I don't want anyone to confuse what I'm doing here on this show as therapy because it's not, but it can be very therapeutic. Are you that opportunity to find your voice um, within your relationship or just even your own self-awareness. Um, It takes time to be self aware. You know, it takes practice. Uh, Even as clinicians, we're not perfect, right? So I am still learning every day. If it's not through my clients, it's, you know, through my child or through my interactions with my family and friends. I learn something new about myself regularly. And I sometimes take that information and I use it. And other times I discard it. It really just depends on what, what was exposed to me at that time. So again, I hope that people find this to be therapeutic and helpful, um, but it's not therapy. So let's, let's speak our truth. It's by unearthing the problems and issues that have um, been buried, but still have an impact on how we relate to others. So let's let's speak our truth. Let's delve in and start uh, pulling back the layers and and exposing those things that are still haunting and hurting us, um, especially in our relationships and within our families and communities. So let's put it all on the table and begin breaking the patterns of unhealthy connections with others. Um, This won't be easy uh, because many of us, lie to ourselves every day about insignificant stuff as well as the big stuff and some of us call it excuses either way we need to stop making excuses for our bad behavior Um, we need to own our own ish as i say because without it without being accountable and responsible for your own behaviors your own actions you know then we just get caught up in this cycle of blame and nothing gets resolved and nothing gets better so at this point, we need to own our own. Sh- we need to own our own ish. Well, you you have, have the who, you have the why, the what, right? Because um, I exposed a little bit of that with trust, forgiveness, a fair recovery, um, relationship building, uh, uh, addictions, all of that stuff. So that's the what. The when, my hope is to uh, release every other Thursday preferably the second and fourth Thursday of each month. Um, If we grow, then we will try to release every week. Um, But right now, we're going to start small. We're going to keep it simple. And so we're going to try and release every other Thursday. I'm in Texas, so I'm in Central Standard Time, and that will be 7 o'clock Central Standard Time on Thursdays. So that would be 5 o'clock Pacific, six o'clock mountain seven o'clock central eight o'clock eastern standard time and so the ways that you can reach me um is going to be through facebook at uh, facebook.com communication podcast forward slash
0: <clears throat>
1: or my official website which is currently under construction is storm communications in consulting.com and finally on buzzsprout .buzzsprout www.thechaselounge.buzzsprout.com July it was initially supposed to be June it's July and we're going to make it happen um and so my first um Release is going to be more like a pre-interview, a couple of clips of a couple of conversations that I've had with um, guests and some things to look forward to. Just kind of give you the essence of the the Chase Lounge and uh, a few music clips as well from the artists that I spoke with. And so I hope you enjoy next month. We're going to look at topics um, like polyamorous or interracial dating or maybe even dating over 40 and i eventually want to do a series um, specifically for healthy relationship building on marriages or or premarital type of um, relationships and so those series will be coming out um, later on this year uh, maybe in august or september Um, i have quite a few individuals lined up to to speak about those uh, topics And I'm really excited about that. And so, again, marriage and relationships have always been my passion. Um, And so, a lot of what I will discuss is about healthy relationship development. So, again, stay tuned. I'm your host, Shandra Brown. This is the Chase Lounge.
2: to be together L-O-B we be I-N-G N-K-I-S-S-I-N-G not trying to do anything to come between you and me girl I'm just trying to be real about it and tell you how He's not a monogamous. I think that's how he phrased it. And she's like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And then, so a year later, uh, he's telling me about this. He's telling me about the chick. And I was like, well, what happened to her? I said, why didn't you tell me? He was like, man, you won't believe what happened to her. I was like, well, what happened to her? He said, man, she ended up dating a, a married dude and had a baby by her. You, you will not deal with me. But you're going to deal with a, a married dude and have a kid by you going to have a kid by the dude? How does that, what type of sense does that even make? He's like, well, believe it or not, more women like knowing that they've got something and knowing where that something is going as opposed to having somebody who is all out in the wind, even though you may not be all out in the wind, but has the freedom to be out in the wind. I'm like, that's crazy. So well what do you wanna think about that.
1: Well and I was gonna say that that that's part of it because there is some false security in thinking that the that the wife is the only other person and because you know about the wife yeah, that, about that, that that you're you're playing safe. But the first month, the second month, the sixth month, and if you into this and, and y'all already into a year and he ain't left his wife, guess what, boo? He ain't leaving his wife.
3: I think in my opinion, and I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying because I was just about to say it, but I also think when it comes to some women dealing with a married man, you know, what you said, piggybacking off what you said, uh, because she thinks that his wife is the only other woman that he's going home to, you got to look at the fact she's looking at that, oh, he's all about being married and he, you know, he may be telling her these sweet nothing, baby, I love you, and one day we going to be together. You know, you, you never when you deal with a man who's polyamorous, he's not going to tell that woman, one day you and I are going to be together. You, you, you know, I really do love you. And ain't no telling what he's saying to her about his wife and bedroom talk. Mm-hmm. You got to consider that. Me and my wife, I've had dudes come and say, my wife and I, we're just roommates. We're just roommates, but I really want to be with you you know, dudes that I ain't messing around with, but I'm like, that sounds crazy. That's sound how like game.
0: It but is game.
3: She just, she has that longing to be with somebody on a permanent basis. Mm-hmm. She may be looking at the fact, well, if he leaves his wife, he's going to leave his wife for me. Mm-hmm.
1: And- well, and that's why I said in the beginning, it's a false sense of security. You know, because she yeah. wants to believe, and and what he's done, a married man has already proven that he knows how to be a husband, right? And that's what she's looking. We've been raised to look for husbands. Is that he's not afraid of being married? He knows what commitment means. He knows what responsibility is. Yeah, for the person that he married to. You are listening to the Chase Lounge, and that was a short clip from an interview with Stacy Cash and Kobe Singleton. Um, and here's another clip from another interview with them as well. And then... Um, <laughs> Sorry. is a
2: universal language. Here's my thing with that. My, my only saying is that the terms that they use to describe all of those things are so derogatory. They, they are. They're, they're, not, they're not positive terms. So if we're using a negative term to describe something that potentially could be beautiful... It, with, we we've lost people before we can even start talking about it. Because when you, Back Back I just want you to, to explain. Let me let, let, just allow me to explain it fully what I'm saying too. I, I, I heard what you had to say. Uh, all I'm saying is, if we use different terminology, even if it's not the language of the street, if we change the concept of what looks, if if I if I, if, I, if, I, if I had you shit and I tell you that this is uh, soil. Or well, I tell you that this is mulch, you don't have the even though it still smells like shit, your, your mentality towards oh well okay. But if I tell you it's shit, you're like oh get that shit away from me.
1: <laughs> so I, I'm okay. in I'm in agreement with okay. both of you. I'm in agreement with both of you, and I'm gonna tell you why. So I don't know if you notice a lot of times when we've been talking, what I do is I try and rephrase or, or I bring out the positive aspect of it, but, but in order to do that, so what, what Stacy's saying, and even in, in, from a clinical standpoint, I have to meet you where you are. So first I'm going to speak in your language so that we both know that we're speaking the same thing. And then from there, right. we be able, we're able to say, okay, now, that we have that established, then you could do. Okay. So let's look mm-hmm. at it from this perspective because she's more than a side piece. She's, she's someone that you truly care about. And so let's, let's give her the label of this, you know what I'm saying? And so you begin to redefine it in a more positive way, but you initially have to make sure that you have common ground. You got to meet them where they are. And so if the language is, and that's what I am saying, you know, for me, that's why I ask you who, who was your circle or, you know, if they were young, because, and and again, it's not to be offensive, but I'm like, people know there's a difference. There's a, there's a distinction between mistress. Mistress has been around for a long time. If we even go back to century, you know, like what they, what they called them in, um, they called them concubines in, um, the Asian countries, you know, and, Muslims, they have second and third wives, and and the same thing with all these other religions, right? So the, this is this is not a new concept. You know, I agree. It's
3: interesting. Uh, it's interesting you said what you said because I always tell uh, Kobe when I talk to him, I said I like to meet people on the street. I say that a lot, and the reason why I say that because I was a uh, I was a college instructor, which I dealt with a lot of. Um, uh, I probably had 98% black men in my class, mm-hmm. and a lot of them came through my program due to second chance. You know, they came from prison, and they came from the street. So me coming from what I came from, I couldn't come in speaking to them, like, you know, a certain way, because it would go over their head like, you know, this bitch is bougie. You know, right. not what it was going to be. But I used to tell them, I said, now, you got a choice. I can either meet you here, you know, I can meet you way I'll meet you down here, but you're right. You have to meet them on the street so that when you start having open discussions like this, even with my life forms, they will look at me cray cray if I say, "Well, you know your primary partner but what up what?" And then you break it down so well you know the main the main chick, you know they understand main chick, your main woman, your main girl, the main one you with the, the one you love and they' go, "Oh, okay, now we can go back to fence. so that's your primary partner. You just can't come in off the rip with that. Now, if we're in a room full of people who are polyamorous, then, yeah, you, you can take it there because they understand oh so well what you're talking about. But when you're talking about your everyday common person who does not speak that language, yeah, you're going way over the head, you know, and it, it is what it is. So I don't get so literal in my conversation. I have to bend a little bit when I'm talking. And for somebody who is, very literal you know you you kind of have to even like i'm gonna tell you and, and
1: i'm trying to get you know, told you. <laughs> Huh? sometimes you have to meet them where they are to, in order to bring them to where you want them to come because if if i tell you if i take you where i'm at you you know without acknowledging where you're at what's the likelihood that you're gonna follow me or or come with me
2: yeah, I totally understand everything that you're saying, and I agree with it. Um,
1: I, you just I, don't I want to sound—you just don't want to sound ghetto and uneducated, is that right? Okay,
2: right. <laughs> and it, it, it just has to—it has to be One of those things that we have to speak, we have to say. Like, if if I didn't say it, then I wouldn't know that we would ever be what what the starting point and what the finish point would be. Right. So that's all.
1: And, and 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 I appreciate that because um this is my baby, you know what I'm saying, and so I want it to be real and I want it to be from your from the gut, you know from the heart um, and authentic authenticity being authentic is the most important to me, right, so I am a cusser. I know that from a professional standpoint, I can't be on here cussing like that, right? But you know, if, if we was all in my house right now, I'd probably be, you know, y'all. Pro- I may not drop the f bomb, but you would hear me cussing a little bit more. Um, I, you know, don't
3: worry, Chandra. When I do tequila tails, you can fly your behind on up to Atlanta. When I do, c- c- I mean tequila tails hey you can say whatever you want to say cuz our audience is going to get to the rotten gutter
2: truth. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and so
1: so that so I, I i appreciate it because um to me that demonstrates respect and i appreciate that you know and also not just for me but for yourself as well and 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 so Thank you for even bringing that up because it is important. And one of the things I don't want to do is perpetuate stereotypes of who we are and, and misconceptions about who we are as black people. You know, so uh, I, I thank you for bringing it up. But I also want you to know that this is this is safe ground, right? One, we just talking. Two, um, that's the best way to understand people. And if we don't, we don't get an understanding, we can't correct it. You know if we're not we're not speaking the same language how how do right. we solve a problem right. if you speak chinese and i speak french
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: we have to find a common language whether it's sign language and this is not the typical format for the chase lounge but i wanted to give you an idea of why the chase lounge um, again this is a platform for individuals To be able to have those difficult conversations, to be able to begin our healing process, whatever that may be for you individually or collectively. Um, The Chase Lounge is an opportunity to share our truth. And that's important to me. And so thank you for listening. I hope you tune in again. My hope is to have at least two episodes monthly um, and then we can expand from there. Um, I would like to do a couple of series where I'm focusing on um, marriage and healthy relationships, but also want to look at how um, to develop that if you are single. And so um, we'll look at a couple of different things. And then just some of the things that plague relationships in general, regardless if you're married or single. So we'll look at all of that as well. Again, thank you. I'm your host, Shandra Brown, and this is the Chase Lounge. Until next time, always speak your truth.
2: Just try to find any way for you and me too. Together, LOV, we be ING, not trying to do anything to come between you and me, girl. I'm just trying to be real about it and tell you how I feel before I step out on you. I'm telling you.
1: I look forward to hearing from you. You can reach me again on Facebook at facebook.com communication podcast forward slash or www dot dot And finally, um, I will let you know when the official website, um, storm communications and consulting.com is under development, but you can also check me out on there. We will have um, blogs and other services that are offered as well. So thank you. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. This is the Chase Lounge and I'm your host, Chandra Brown.